Hi there, I'm Mabel Nainan, the host of Far From Home, a podcast that encourages biblical perspectives on immigration and inspires faith in action. To learn more about me or the podcast, go to MabelNainan.com. And I would also like to wish my friends and listeners in the US a happy Thanksgiving in advance. I hope you have a blessed time with your family and friends. And I'd like to take this opportunity to tell you how thankful I am for each one of you. Thank you so much for your support and encouragement. And remember, you can practice hospitality by inviting an immigrant or a refugee family to your home for Thanksgiving. So getting back to the podcast, in this episode, I chatted with Marie Hernandez Tuten, who moved with her family from Mexico to the US when she was only a year old. So we chatted about her unique experience of growing up as a child of adult immigrants and how that shaped her identity and her faith. I hope this episode gives you a peek inside what it's like to be raised in an immigrant household. And toward the end of the episode, Marie recites a beautiful poem called I Am From, which had me in tears and I hope you like it too. It reminded me that our ethnicity is a gift to us given by God. And we can celebrate and be proud of our cultural heritage or ethnic roots because they are God-given and God-ordained. This episode of Far From Home with Mabel Nainan is sponsored by the American Dream in the Eyes of Immigrants podcast. Heidi De La Cruz hosts the American Dream in the Eyes of Immigrants podcast, where immigrants share their journey of coming to the United States. They talk about their expectations of the US, the cultural shocks they experienced, and how they adapted to living in a whole new country. As a child of immigrants, Heidi saw firsthand the struggles that immigrants face while navigating their new home, and she wanted to share immigrant stories with others. Heidi's mission is to change the narrative of immigration to a more compassionate and empathetic approach, a Jesus approach one immigrant story at a time. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify and watch it on YouTube. Hi, and welcome to Far From Home with me, Mabel Nainan, your host. Our guest today is another Redbud writer, Marie Hernandez-Tuten. Marie has served as a Bible teacher, life coach, speaker, mentor of women, author, and writer. She encourages women to discover the influence God has given them by pointing them to his love and truth. And she does this through writing, mentoring, and teaching at Family Life Today, the YouVersion app, in her local church ministry, and through her blog at inspiredbyfamilymag.com. She lives in Pennsylvania with her husband and has three boys. One is an adult, one is a teenager, and the other is just about to become a teenager. (laughs) So a lot of wisdom there. And I would encourage you listeners and viewers to go check out her blog to, you know, get encouragement and inspiration as moms, because Marie has so many resources there for mothers. So go check it out. Welcome, Marie. We are so blessed to have you as a guest on Far From Home. Thank you for having me. And I love the work that you're doing here in just helping battle the, I think, some negative 
narratives of immigrants by creating a space for us to share our stories and truth about our journeys that are so diverse and and different in so many ways. So thank you. Thank you. And that's my hope to do my part, you know, in changing the narrative. And I see this podcast as a platform where immigrants, refugees can come and share their stories. So uh, I'm just giving them a mic. And I hope that through these stories that, you know, we tell God's story and that we glorify him through our testimonies. Uh, So talking about, um, you know, immigrant stories, uh, I know that you're an immigrant. So let's uh, chat about that a little bit. Um, When did you become an immigrant and what's your background? So I was born in Mexico, Mexico City, um, and my family uh, came to the United States when I was a baby. So I was about one years old um, when we were first here in in the U.S. Okay. Uh, And do you have any siblings or is it just you? Yeah, um, I grew up with two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. Um, yeah, younger brother. And then later when I went to college, I um, got a little sister. So there's four of us now, but I just grew up with two brothers for most of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did being raised by immigrant parents, you know, shape your identity, who you are? Because your parents moved as adults, uh, right? So they were um, still, you know, carrying part of their Mexican culture and dealing with um, the stress of assimilation and coping with all those changes. So I'm wondering how did their struggles um, affect you or not just their struggles, but their experience? Um, How did it influence the way you saw yourself? Yeah, there is so much with that question. Um, I think being raised as by immigrant parents um, colored my world and impacted it in so many ways. There were so many blessings and also challenges that came with it. I mean, some of the blessings were that it meant um, that Family was always a part of our life. Um, We value family and good food, (laughs) um, music and community, hard work and faith. Those were all very much woven into my childhood and and a priority in our in our home. Um, I think some of the I don't know if it was until I was older that I saw it more of as a challenge. I don't think I saw it as a challenge as a kid because you just do what you do and not realizing any different. But, um, you know, being a child, being an immigrant is you're straddling two worlds um, Mm -hmm. while not fitting, you know, quite into either of them. So um, I think that, can also present itself as a challenge. Um, I definitely saw it as I got older. Um, as a as an elementary school child, um, I started to notice some of the differences in my home and my and my surroundings. We were um, mostly in a predominantly white um, neighborhood and community, so I definitely stood out. I had dark 
hair, darker skin. Um, my family did things very differently. Um, and probably at that time, I didn't see them, th those things as a blessing. Um, like my mom loved bold colors. So my house, not the outside, <laughs> but the inside of my house. I mean, I had hot pink walls <laughs> you know, amongst other colors in our house. And I, you know, when you're a teen, you realize like from TV and visiting your friend's homes, like that's not the normal, <laughs> you don't <laughs> walk into hot pink homes <laughs> very often, but that was just, you know, one of the things that I was like, oh, why can't you just have white walls like everybody else, <laughs> you know, silly things like that, that you start to recognize like, oh, okay, there's definitely a difference, um, and how I was raised and how my friends are being raised. And some of them were blessings. Like I came home because um, my mom stayed home and um, I came home to a hot meal every single day after school. Mm. I did not understand the concept of what is it? Key, key latch kids. Um, where latch key kids. Yeah. Kids, latch key kids. Mm -hmm. Um, where, you know, you come home and it's empty and someone will be there later and you make your own food until somebody comes. Like, I just didn't know that. I walked in and my mom had a snack ready for us and then a hot dinner for us. And we sat together as a family. Um, and even later, my dad sometimes, well, most of the time he worked late so if he didn't join us for dinner, when he came home, we all stopped what we were doing and we would come to the dinner table to sit with him. Um, and that was our time together um, as a family. So those were things that we just did. I didn't think any different until I started to see what other friends did. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm thankful I don't have um, that's, I'm thankful that's not my experience. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. Uh, you know, that your family prioritized um, family time and being together. Um, and you said that they do things differently. One of those things uh, you already mentioned was just like pink walls and um, having meals as a family together. Were were there any other things that they did differently or had a different attitude um, toward things that uh, were different from uh, Americans who are not immigrants? Yeah, um, there are so many different things. Um, one of the funnier ones that I can think of was um, there is a lot there is a lot of superstition in our culture. Mm -hmm. um, so there were things that we weren't allowed to do like if it was if it was lightning outside. Um, uh, my parent, <laughs> my mom would have me put a, a a towel over my hair, and I didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand. I just did what I was told, and I remember sharing this in college, and my friends were like, "What? <laughs> what did you do?" And I was like, "You didn't do that." <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, okay, I guess it's like a Hispanic thing. I don't know. Yeah. Or Hernandez thing. Maybe it's yeah. not even a, a Mexican thing, but just my family. You know? yep. So, so yeah, lots of very interesting um, 
things that that we did and didn't even think differently until yeah. you <laughs> people and they're like I know <laughs> that's not common um, and did you grow up in a bilingual home we actually um my dad spoke English he was the one that worked outside the house so he picked it up right away my mom did not um pick it up right away so we weren't allowed to speak English because my mom didn't speak English so in our house um, well, and it wasn't just because of that, but it was also to maintain our language and culture in our home. So in our home, um, we spoke Spanish only until we got older and my siblings and I were would speak English to each other. But when we would be together as a family, it would be in Spanish. Yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering, was there any point in time, like during school or college, um, where you or your family faced any kind of discrimination, whether it was outwardly or subtle? Yeah, unfortunately, um, we live in a society that doesn't understand how to embrace diversity. And I remember as a little girl, um, because I was an English speaker and my mom was not um, at a very young age, as early as um, as five when I went to school and learned English, um, I was translating for, for my family, um, for my mom. And I would hear the things that others would say, like, um, because she didn't understand. So she would be talking to me in Spanish and I could hear them either mumbling or telling her um, in her face, um, go back to your country or or if you're going to live here, learn the language or, you know, things like that, that I knew were being said because I spoke English. Um, so, yeah, lots of of comments like that, that um, I, 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 I definitely knew they weren't being nice. Um, but at that age, as little as that, um, at that time, it wasn't impacting me until it started, I started school and then seeing, oh, okay, um, we definitely live in a world that doesn't see brown as beautiful, um, and when you grow up in your home, I mean, that's what your parents do is they think you're beautiful and they tell mm -hmm. you and then you go out and you enter the world and it's like, oh, no, you're not <laughs> because you're different. Um, so I think that was a constant um, thing in my younger years as a teenager was trying to fit in um to the world around me and not be as Mexican, um, which as I got older, I didn't want to speak Spanish outside of my home. Like mm. I, um, I tried to avoid it. And when you look Hispanic and someone looks at you that speaks Spanish and starts speaking Spanish to you, it's hard to to pretend you don't speak that language. But I often acted like I didn't know Spanish because I wanted to fit in with everybody else, not realizing that one day it was going to be a wonderful asset yeah. um, <laughs> and that I would get paid more <laughs> because I speak another language. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of those things, right, that we go through in our young days um, that we see as a minus or a disadvantage. And only later on, when we get wiser, we know that those things are actually advantages or benefits. Um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about your church community. What kind of church did you and your family go to growing up? We went to a Spanish-speaking church, which was made up of mostly immigrants. Um, I think you and Shireen talked about the immigrant church in one of your podcasts. So it was very typical um, uh, where it was uh, Hispanics from all different countries that would come together and and commune and um, and and worship God in Spanish, um, but also to have other people who knew the journey of not mm-hmm. being belonging, of, 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 of surviving in another world that's not your own and missing um, your country and your family. And I did not experience that because I was a baby, so I didn't miss my country, but I knew that my parents, um, they left they left their whole family they left um their their language and their 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 comfort zone and I now as an adult I can't even imagine what that would be like to to move into um to move into a a country where I don't know anything anyone the language um and you're starting from ground zero (laughs) um Mm. so to to look back and think now like the courage um, and 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 um, perseverance that it took on my parents' part to come in to another country, um, and I would even say like they didn't come in as wealthy immigrants; they came mm. in um, in a lower class immigrants. So they weren't just um, challenge the challenges weren't only from um the typical immigrant but also that they were trying to survive um at in a coming from a low socioeconomic place yeah yeah and we talked about how your parents immigrant experience how your experience shaped your identity uh, but i also wanted to ask you um how it shaped your faith like how did it affect your relationship with God? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I think it has evolved as I've grown up. Um, I I grew up predominantly Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. My parents grew up, were raised Catholic um, as children. So when um, I was little, we went to a Catholic church and um and what the catholic church did really well was help us help me um and my family see that god um cared and god listened and we could talk to him um i didn't learn about jesus as my savior until later um when we were a part of um a christian evangelical church and that was um my dad coming to a place of realizing that we were in the Catholic church, he was praying to a man-made statue. And that was the beginning of his journey of, I don't, I don't want to pray to a man-made statue. Mm-hmm. So he, we ended up at a evangelical 
Bible church um, where there were no statues. And that was the beginning journey of coming to know Jesus Christ as their savior. Um, so it was deeply, faith has been deeply woven into our family um, on, and even before us, my my grandparents and their Catholic faith um, set a foundation for for us to come to know Jesus Christ as our Savior, even though they didn't know what they were doing, mm-hmm. they were just doing their traditional. Yeah. Um, so, so I I can see that now. Where before it was, oh, those were the Catholics, and and these are the Christian, and it's like, oh, there is a difference, um, and there's beauty in both of them, and the Catholic faith um, set a foundation for yeah. us as mm-hmm. we came to know Jesus Christ as our Savior. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as a Christian mom, I was wondering if you have any words of advice uh, for um, other Christian moms who are immigrants like me, like uh, my son came here when he was over a year old, right? And my husband and I are immigrants from India. So what words, what advice would you give um, to immigrant parents who want to raise their children in a godly way? Yeah, I... I think that the more we embrace who we are, all of us, all of who we are, um, it really helps us give roots to to our culture, our faith, and then pass that on to our children. And as we first arrive, as people first come to the U.S., it's so um, easy to want to to fit in, and we and we lose a part of who we are. Um, and those roots of, of, of where we've come from, but remembering that and embracing it, there's so much freedom in that. And um, I, I wrote down a quote from Tasha June, and it says she has a book um, out that she wrote. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now. But Tell me your dream. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. she says, when we begin to see the interconnectedness of our search for identity and our search for Jesus, we will begin to head toward home and help others toward home and toward being truly known. And I think there's beauty in, as I've gotten older for myself as well, is embracing and showing up as fully Mahdi um, and, and not the version that that everybody else wants to see, or the only part of Mahdi that people want to hear about um, or see, but fully who I am and how God has made us to be. And that includes my culture. I don't think um, becoming a Christian erases our our culture and ethnicity. It, it, it helps us connect yeah. those things back to him. So, mm. so yeah. yeah, because he has given us that ethnicity. Right, it's he who has uh, woven into woven us in our mother's womb, like the psalmist says, and so and he's placed us in the countries where we were born or raised, um, and so I think that ethnicity and our cultural roots are God given and makes us who we are. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, so tell us about your blog. What the what was the story behind uh why you started it and what do you hope to um 
achieve through that blog? We were missionaries in Ecuador um, six years ago, and we lived in South America for nine years. So the goal was to connect my family and friends to our world when what we were doing in Ecuador. So it started as a hobby and as a way to connect with those that we left behind here in the U.S. Um, And then God took it into completely different places and open doors that I never would have imagined. Um, and, and it became an outlet, a creative outlet for mm-hmm. me that I didn't have. Um, I have a creative side and, and it was something beautiful that, that, that started to shape as I was able to see, um, through my writing and, um, and find even, I think writing, it can be healing. So mm-hmm. part of that as well was, was, um, was some healing and, and sharing God's truth. So, so many things there that when we're, you know, writing, we like, okay, we want to encourage others, but where this yeah. is also bringing healing to my heart. Um, mm-hmm. And, and um, taking some of the things that I love to, sh- to share with other moms. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. Um, And, you know, I can relate to that. Uh, And I think sometimes that especially when I'm in when we write like Christian articles and blog posts and we want to encourage others, it's not like a lesson that we've learned and it's done. You know, sometimes we can come back to our own blog posts and learn. Um, So it's it's not that we're teaching and we're done with that aspect of our lives and we're going to tackle another problem. No. (laughs) Yes, definitely a journey. And so many times I've gone back and I'm like, Oh, I said that I really need to, I really need to listen to that right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So my uh, last question before I have you read the poem that you wrote, is about, uh, you were telling me earlier when we chatted that hospitality is important to you and your family. Um, can you tell tell me more about that? Why is that? Yeah, I think the immigrant journey is is one of, of finding home and, in, and, and being in places where you don't feel like you belong. Um, and I think my parents modeled that very well in making our home a place where others were welcomed. Um, There was always someone at our table during the holidays that either my dad had just met or that (laughs) he saw at the store and they were, they didn't have family. So he invited them. It was just a constant thing. And I think a part of that was because he knew what it felt like to be away from family um, Mm. during the holidays and not to have a place um, with your loved ones. So he wanted to create a space for that. Um, So we, I learned that from him and my mom. um, And, and now as adults with our own kids, I definitely want our kids to see the importance of, of having a place at our table for others who, who don't belong, but also, um, learning what can Mm. we learn from, from our guests. And, you know, I always have them ask, um, have a couple of questions ready for our guest because I want them to be a part of the conversation. Um, 
And, and that's a part of learning. I, I, you know, you, you just never know what, what your guests will have gone through and, Mm -hmm. and, and experience, whether it was hard or beautiful and, and that opportunity to learn about someone else's culture and experiences is, um, something I want my kids to see as valuable. Yeah. And I love that idea of having questions ready and I think what you're doing there is also cultivating in them this practice of listening um, that, you know, other people have stories. And if only we listened, we can get to know one another better. Um, yeah, definitely. So, th- <laughs> so now, uh, please share the poem uh, that you wanted to, uh, that you wrote, right? On uh, what, what's the title of the poem? It is I Am From, and I okay. actually wrote it for... Um, our Red Bud Retreat. Were you there the last, not this one, but last year? Um, no, <laughs> this was my first one, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I wrote it for that retreat. Um, and that was the first time I read it out loud. So this is my second time reading it. Oh, we're, we're honored to. We've never had anyone recite a poem on the podcast. So this <laughs> is such a blessing. Please, whenever you're ready. It's called I Am From. I am woven from the thread of sun-kissed skin, hard-working hands, and spicy salsa. I am from people whose faith runs as deep and as rich as the soil they labored over long ago. I am from dreamers, storytellers, fighters, village doctors, and homes that always made room for one more. I am from a long line of strong women and resilient people who journeyed thousands of miles away to a foreign land. I'm a child of immigrants straddling two worlds trying to find my way home. I am from people who valued education, family, respecting your elders, and never forgetting where you've come from. I am from a world that claims to be colorblind, but no matter what I've achieved or accolades I've received, all they see is the color of my skin. But I am still standing because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. I am from the God who pulled a little girl out of the slums of Mexico and called her by name. I am from the great I am who gets the last word on who I am. Oh, that was beautiful. I have goosebumps and tears and (laughs) I didn't know I needed, you know, a a tissue for this episode. But uh, yeah, please tell us where we can find that poem. And I'd like to post it uh, in the show notes. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for letting me share it. I definitely never know if I'm going to (laughs) cry. Oh, you made me cry for sure. Um, so thank you so much, Marie, for talking with us. Um, it, this was a blessing. And I don't usually say this, but you painted such a beautiful picture of your parents. So please give your parents a hug from me. They oh, don't know me, but um, it was wonderful to learn about them through you. Thank you. Well, thank you for giving me a space to share. Um, and I think it was definitely therapeutic <laughs> as I thought through my my childhood and the questions you sent me and I think it's good for us to to go back and remember who we are and where we've come from so that we can walk in it fully absolutely and so that we can give God the praise 
and glory and we can see how you know uh, in his providence how he has brought us to himself uh, yeah. and using you and your family to reach out to others with his love that's beautiful thank you uh-huh. bye thank you for joining us today on far from home a podcast that encourages biblical perspectives on immigration and inspires faith in action i'm your host mabel nainen I would like to invite you to join our private Facebook group Far From Home podcast, a place where you can share your thoughts and comments. I also share extra scenes and behind the scenes snippets on this Facebook group. I can't wait to meet you there and listen to what you have to say. If you want to know more about Far From Home or about me, go to mabelnainen.com. Some episodes of this podcast are available in video format on my YouTube channel Mabel Nainen. Be sure to check that out if you're interested in watching the interesting conversations I have with the guests on this podcast. Thanks again for listening and I'm so glad you joined us today. Until next time. Goodbye.